Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners. The hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. So, Jason Dedeker, how are we all doing today? It's a time it's been right a week. Now. Time yeah. to educate yourself and to learn and to donate and to make a difference in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I did want to take a moment at the beginning of this episode to tell everyone hey, you know, anything that you can do to support change for the better right now. Uh, it, even if it's just a little bit, it's still infinitely better than doing nothing. And so to try to give you some options for how you can do that, whatever your resources are, if you go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash BLM, Black Lives Matter, uh, slash BLM, we have a list there that's um, provided by other people. It's maintained by other people who know much more than we do about where you can go to get involved, whether that's signing petitions calling or writing to your representatives, joining in demonstrations, donating. They even have ways on there to donate without spending any money at all, ways that you can still raise money for these causes without having to spend any of your own. Uh, So really, please do go check that out, drunkbiblestudy.com slash BLM. In addition, we're going to talk about this a little bit more on the break, but we're also going to be donating all of our Patreon proceeds for Drunk Bible Study this month uh, towards Black Lives Matter supporting charities and causes. We'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we do our ad break in the middle of the episode. Heck yes. So yeah, thank you everyone so much for getting involved. And Dedeker, this is your last week in Australia. So next week you're going to be back with us in the States for the first time in four months. Yes, I'm flying tomorrow. Um, Coming back to the States. No, I left the States in December of last year. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, Yeah, because you came to Shanghai to visit me. Exactly, yeah, because Jason (laughs) and I flew to Shanghai to visit Emily, and then we were in South Korea for a while, and Singapore. And then, yeah, I ended up uh, a little bit stuck in Australia, but now I'm coming back. And so this is my last time having... Well, maybe not the last time in my life, but this is my last time for now having alcohol before 10 in the morning. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, on a weekly basis. We'll see. I love it. All right. And we finished a book last week. How exciting is that? We finished 1 Samuel. Oh, my goodness. And now it is the return of Samuel. Yes, indeed. I know. I love yeah, it. It's I, like Second Samuel, the return of Samuel. Actually, no, Samuel's not in this dead. one. He's dead. Yeah. But David maybe, rise to power. Yeah, it's David's <laughs> rise good. to power. And maybe I, I feel like perhaps we are going to see Samuel in some way. I don't know. Like, he, it's like he's Hamlet. He's like Hamlet senior and he's going to come as a <laughs> <I> ghost. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, like okay. Hamlet Hamlet's Jr. dad, like the yeah, king. Yeah, Hamlet's dad. Uh, yeah. Okay. Wait, is it Hamlet Senior? Am I? I am didn't I realize totally... that he was no, Hamlet what is Junior. Man? He might not be Hamlet Junior. <laughs> <laughs> I may just be completely making that up. Oh boy! I don't okay. think he's a junior. I think his we dad will, is just we the will king fact, or something. We'll fact yeah. check that. 
yeah, uh, later on. Speaking oh, of fact checking, Emily, do you remember what happened last time when we concluded First Samuel? Yes, uh, it was terribly sad, actually, because Jonathan and his brothers died along with Saul. Saul actually killed himself. Mm-hmm. He fell right. on his own sword. Um, and that was basically it. It was they suffered like a big, big defeat. So that's kind of where we are moving into the next book of Samuel with this huge defeat having just happened. Yeah, where they've been defeated by the Philistines, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. And now there's there's nobody on the throne and no one in direct line to the throne that's related to yeah. Saul anyway. That's a good except point. Except for uh, our Davy boy. Well, Davy's definitely Davy Crockett's well, going to get it. And he's not, right? Because he's not married to his daughter anymore. He's not married to Saul's mm, daughter anymore. True. So he's actually not. Or or is he? We we kind of teased in a <laughs> bonus know. episode that that, that plot line is going to come back at some point. So, oh, okay. so we'll see. We will see what happens. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Uh, anything else we need to talk about? What are we drinking? Uh, what are we drinking? Yeah. yeah. I'm having a gin gimlet that I created. It has... Yeah, you invented, nice. you invented it. Well, I made Ooh, yeah, pretty. I made. Why, well, thank you. I made my own um, simple syrup with rosemary. Wow, oh, I recommend it. Wow. That's amazing. That yeah, great. it's been a, it's been a, a three months of like creation in the kitchen for me. It's been a good time. So <laughs> nice. yeah, it's awesome. What That's about great. the two of you? Uh, I'm just drinking an Elysian Brewing Space Dust IPA. Yeah, um, that's you know, a good one. One of my one of my go to. Super mm-hmm. intense IPAs. Mm-hmm. Love it. Uh, I'm also having gin today. I'm just having a little gin and tonic nice. uh, with mm. some fresh mint from the balcony. Uh, this gin is probably the best gin I've ever had. It's Kinobi. It's from the Kyoto Distillery. It's a Japanese gin. And Ooh, uh, wow. yeah, it has like notes of uh, Sancho pepper and yuzu and also some green tea and stuff like that. It's quite nice. Yeah, Sounds for wonderful. anyone who doesn't know this about Dedeker, she goes freaking nuts for yuzu-flavored things and for yuzu mm-hmm. itself. I mean, um, I yuzu Hanyu, so, <laughs> yes. Anything flavored like yuzu Hanyu, love <laughs> it. <laughs> love it. Yes. Beautiful. All right. Well, with that, yeah, we're getting into, I guess we can just get into Second it. Samuel. Yeah, one through three. So the first three chapters of Second Samuel today. Right. So for anyone who wants to read along with us, you can go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash read and type in our verses, which is 2 Samuel 1 through 3. As we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen to us while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we are going on to 2 Samuel chapter 1. It happened after the death of Saul when David was returned from the slaughter of the Amalekites and David had abode two days in Ziklag. It happened on the third day that, behold, a man came out of the camp from Saul with his clothes, with his clothes torn and earth on his head. And so it was when he came to David that he fell to the earth and did obeisance. Obeisance. Uh-oh. I always stumble over that word. Obeisance. David said to him, from whence comes so, so a random guy David said with to dirt him, on his head yes. came up to David? Okay. Okay. 
Yes. Okay. That is, that's what, yeah, that is what happened. David said to him, from whence come you? He said to him, out of the camp of Israel, am I escaped? David said to him, how went the matter? Please tell me. Like, I can't guess from the state that you're in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. What what happened here? (laughs) He answered, the people are fled from the battle and many of the people also are fallen and dead. And Saul and Jonathan, his son are dead also. Oh no. David said to the young man who told him, how know you that Saul and Jonathan, his son are dead? Oh, the young man who told him said, as I happened by chance on Mount Gilboa, behold, Saul was leaning on his spear and behold, the chariots and the horsemen followed hard after him. When he looked behind him, he saw me and called to me. I answered, here am I. He said to me, who are you? I answered him. I am an Amalekite. He said to me, stand, I pray you, beside me and kill me, for anguish has taken hold of me because my life is yet whole in me. Oh, this is the dude. This is, but I thought that was his armor bearer, but apparently he's got a bunch of them. Or maybe that term's more general than we thought. This is an Amalekite. Yeah. This is an Amalekite, he said. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe Second Samuel had a new writer. And so they were just like, I don't know, it, it it's some guy, and he's going to retcon, retcon a couple well, details. Well, he's like the guy who was like previously on First Samuel. Like this is what Ooh. he's doing. Oh, right now. I, I see. You're right. I like that. Uh, yeah, it's yeah. it's someone in the chat just said it's Endgame, totally. and my thought was Highlander Endgame. Uh, not uh, Avengers Endgame or whatever you're talking about, but uh, yeah, Highlander is also a series. Highlander is also a series where after the movies they made a TV show and they were like, "Hey, so what if we took the concept and the characters and then just pretended a bunch of stuff didn't happen and did it differently?" <laughs> yeah. Wow! Oh my goodness, <laughs> that's exactly what's happening here. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Great. So. I stood beside him and killed him because I was sure that he could not live after what? that he was fallen. And no, he I didn't. The, and I took the crown that was on his head and the bracelet that was on his arm and have brought them here to my Lord. I just imagined this guy who like killed Saul and actually stole his crown and bracelet. And then now, him. now he's like, uh, uh, actually, I brought them to you, David. That's what I was doing. I wasn't trying to make off with his jewelry. Okay, okay, yeah. Wait, what if what if we're misinterpreting all of this? What if, so the armor bearer said, I won't kill him. So either we're completely changing the story, or he said leaning on his spear, does he maybe mean like he had stabbed himself but failed even to kill yeah. himself? And so then I came along. That sounds like a thing that Saul would do. It, do- it does. He is kind of <laughs> cursed. That's not how the... That's not how the last book ended. It was like, it was very clear. It was like he killed himself. He did well, it. Said he fell on his sword. But I yeah, guess but in now this we're we getting, learn. We're getting the flashback where we get right. even more details more of detailing. what actually happened. Yeah. Yes. Oh gosh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh, Monty. Uh, and also this guy took his jewelry and then was like, and I've brought them here to my Lord. <laughs> then David took hold on his clothes and tore them. And likewise, all the men who were with them. And they mourned and wept. And fasted until even for Saul and for Jonathan, his son, and for the people of Yahweh and for the house of Israel, because they were fallen by the sword. Hmm. David said to the young man who told him, whence are you? He answered, I am the son of a foreigner and a Melekite. Whence are you? How do you like 
like like when, when from whence do you come whence, okay yeah. okay okay thank you <laughs> david said to him how are you not afraid to put forth your hand to destroy yahweh's anointed david's like i've been trying to do this for months and every single time i get the opportunity i chicken out <laughs> david called one of the young men and said go near and fall on him he struck him so that he died david said to him your blood be on your head for your mouth has testified against you saying i have slain yahweh's anointed all right uh jace can, can you can look you, at the message yeah, for this please. interaction thank you thank you <laughs> okay it's uh love love the message <laughs> so gosh i don't even know where to start so he asked him uh he said, David said to the soldier who brought the report, who, who are you anyway? <laughs> he said, who I'm, are an, you? I'm an, I'm from an immigrant family an Amalekite. Oh, that makes it worse. <sighs> worse in what way? Yeah. How so? I, do you anticipate something bad no, happening to him? I do. I do. Oh, okay. All right. Let's see what happens. Do you mean to say, said David, that you weren't afraid to go up and kill God's anointed king? Right then, he ordered one of his soldiers... told him to. He ordered one of his soldiers, strike him dead. The soldier struck him and he died. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Got yes. it. Yep, you're right. Yeah. You were right to be yeah. concerned. Yeah. That's why it's even worse. Where he's like, I'm from an immigrant family. We came here to Israel to seek out a better life. And he's mm. like, nah, kill him. Yeah. I say... David lamented with this lamentation. Okay. Oh, sorry. We're setting up a song, I think. Oh, oh. you're right. You're right. Let me read yes. one more line then from the message setting up the song. Okay. You asked for it, David told him. <laughs> Jeez. You, you sealed your death sentence when you said you killed God's anointed king. And then David sang Jeez. his lament over Saul. David. Yeah. Gosh, yeah. David. Yeah. yeah. David lamented with this lamentation over Saul and over Jonathan, his son, and he bade them teach the children of Judah the song of the bow. Behold, it is written in the book of Jashar. We oh. don't have that book in this particular book, but yeah. if you find the book of Jashar, you can read it there. Cool. Okay, so this is, this is the lament of David. Your glory, Israel, is slain on your high places. How are the mighty fallen? Don't tell it in Gath. Don't publish it in the streets of Ashkelon. Lest the daughters of the Philistines rejoice, lest the daughters of the uncircumcised triumph. You mountains of Gilboa, let there be no dew nor rain on you, neither fields of offerings. For there the shield of the mighty was vilely cast away, the shield of Saul, not anointed with oil. From the blood of the slain, from the fat of the mighty, the bow of Jonathan didn't turn back, the sword of Saul didn't return empty." Saul and Jonathan were lovely and pleasant in their lives. Were they? Well, I don't Jonathan know if I agree with I don't know about Saul, but okay. <laughs> okay. In their death, they were not divided. They were swifter than eagles. They were stronger than lions. You daughters of Israel, weep over Saul, who clothed you in scarlet, delicately, who put <laughs> ornaments of gold on your clothing. How are the mighty fallen in the midst of battle? Jonathan is slain on your high places. I am distressed for you, my brother Jonathan. Very pleasant have you been to me. Oh. Your, I know, your love to me was wonderful, passing the love of women. How are the mighty fallen? The weapons of war perished. 
that's the end of the song and the end of the chapter. So they basically said it right there that these two men. Well, no, I mean, a lot of Christian, at least what I see, a lot of Christian quote unquote coverage of or opinions around David and Jonathan's relationship will come out and say it because that is a straight up a Bible verse, clearly, yeah. that mm-hmm. he loves him it's more than more he than loves women. women. It right. surpasses the love of women, but no one likes using that as a one to one, I think, analog for their love being romantic necessarily. Mm. Right. Yeah. Okay. It's but no, I think it is pretty clear. And it's it supports our story one hundred percent and that's what's going in our movie. I <laughs> I did want to share with you uh, just a little bit of the messages version of this song because it made me think it would make a good, um, like the Music Man style musical number. Do you know what it I'm talking about? Be? The no, like the trouble with capital T and that rhymes with P and that stands for pool. That song okay. from the Music Man, like a sort of a okay. patter song. Sure. So here's here's like the beginning of the song from the message, and it just it feels like that. I'm gonna try to do it for you here. No, oh, gazelles of Israel, struck down on your hills the mighty warriors. Fallen, fallen. Don't announce it in the city of Gath. Don't post the news in the streets of Ashkelon. Don't give those coarse Philistine girls one more excuse for a drunken party. No, more dew or rain for you, hills of Gaboa. And not a drop from the springs and the wells for those warriors' shields were dragged through the mud. Saul's shield left there to rot. That wow, was, that was beautiful. Wow, I'm very impressed. Wow, very, what a patter just, song! Like, created a beat and went with it. It was beautiful. Now, uh, I mean, why David would choose a patter song for his lament of the death of Jonathan, right. I don't know. But <laughs> yeah, you know, people write musicals. That's an odd know. choice, but whatever. Jason Robert Brown, go for it. <laughs> we'll hire Jason Robert Brown to write that patter song for us. Yeah, actually, great. it should probably be like Sondheim or something, but here we are. Wow. You know, we got lots of, we'll have lots of composers involved in the movie. It's all right. Definitely, definitely. Okay. All right, so shall we move on to two? Yes. Yeah, chapter two. It. That's you, Emily. It happened after this that David inquired of Yahweh, saying, Shall I go up into any of the cities of Judah? Yahweh said to him, Go up. David said, where shall I go up? He said, to Hebron. I'm assuming that was Yahweh. So David went up there and his two wives also, an Ahinoam, the Jezreitless, Jezreitless, can you look at this? How do you say this? Jezreitless. Jezreelitis. 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 Yeah. She's from, from Jezreel. So yeah. Jezreelitis. Jezreelitis. There it is. Thank you. And Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. It's so funny that they still like, it's, it's David's wife, but it was Nabal's wife. So we still say the wife of Nabal. Yeah. I wonder if it's sort of a language thing, maybe. Because hmm. in, in the message, it translates it as the widow of Nabal. Okay. But I, I wonder if sense. maybe at the time they didn't quite have the same terms or something like that. So it's an interesting yeah, question. Well. All right. His men who were with him did David bring up, every man with his household, and they lived in the cities of Hebron. The men of Judah came, and there they anointed, anointed David king over the house of Judah. They told David, saying, the men of Jabesh Gilead were those who buried Saul. 
David sent messengers to the men of Jabesh Gilead and said to them, Blessed be you of Yahweh that you have shown this kindness to your Lord, even to Saul, and have buried him. Okay, so he's like a king of a small province at this point, I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, this group was like, you're the king now. Cool. This is start, the, now the he's first gotta, part like, of the rise to power. Broaden yeah. that reach. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Okay. Now Yahweh show loving kindness and truth to you. And I also will requite you this kindness because you have done this thing. Oh, I guess Barry Saul. Cool. Oh, right. Now there. Okay. Yeah. 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 I'm like, what, what did well, you do? Because remember the, the labor involved with burying Saul was intense because they had to go steal his body back. Oh, right. Remember? For, yeah. The, um, right, right, right. I don't remember. Yeah. Was that a thing? Did they talk about that? Yeah. The Cause they were t- like going to hang his body on the walls of the city and they had to go sneak and like actually yeah, steal his, his body his back sons. so they could give him a proper burial. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. Now, therefore, let your hands be strong and be you valiant, for Saul, your Lord, is dead, and also the house of Judah have anointed me king over them. Now, Abner, the son of Nair, little Abner, <laughs> yes, right. captain of Saul's host, has taken Ish-bo-bosheth, the, Saul, the son of Saul, Sorry, and brought Ish, him over. Ish-bosheth? 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 Ish-bosheth, I'm looking at, yeah. Ish-bosheth, yeah. All right. Okay. So Jonathan and Ishbosheth, <laughs> you know, yeah, the son of Saul, and brought him over to Manaheim, and he made him a king over Gilead and over the Asherites and over Jezreel and over Ephraim and over Bej- Benjamin and over all Israel. Oh, oh, oh okay. So he does have a, a son that oh that can yikes. be in line for the throne. Wow, yeah, yikes. Okay, oh, so Ish-bosheth. this is this is like the political intrigue section where it's like these people have picked this son to be the king, and we pick you, Pikachu. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wow. Okay, so Ishbosheth, Saul's son, was forty years old when he began to reign over Israel, and he reigned two years. Just oh. two. Well, oh. there's all the all the tension gone. Just two years. Yeah, exactly. It was like, eh, only two years. But the house of Jeddah, or Judah, rather, followed David. This time, the time that David was king in Hebron over the house of Judah was seven years and six months. Abner, right. the son of Ner, and the servants of Ishbosheth, the son of Saul, went out from Manaheim to Gibeon. Wait, if if David was the king for seven years and six months, but Saul's son was only king for two years. What happened in those other years? Well, so it says David ruled in the message says David ruled the people of Judah from Hebron for seven and a half years. So I think it's more that like that's where his base of operations was for seven and a half years. But yeah, you're right. What happened after the other guy died? Did, did he then rule over them too? Or was there another king? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe we'll find out. Okay. Okay. So we're on 13. Joab, the son of Zeruai, and the servants of David went out and met them by the pool of Gibeon. And they sat down. Just the met, one him, on, met him out by the pool. Like, yeah, hey I guys, guess. We're kind of kicking back. Come join us at the pool. <laughs> this is funny. The one on the one side of the pool and the other on the other side of the okay, pool. Okay, so, so we're hanging out by the pool, but it's still a little bit of a Jets and Sharks kind of dynamic going mm, on here. I guess, yeah, yeah. It's like they're social distancing across the pool. Like the pool is at least six feet apart. Maybe that's why other. they met at the pool, so that no one can just like, you know, jump over and stab you. Uh, there's a yeah, pool in between you. Sense. There's a pool in sense. between. It would be. Kind did of you two ever oh, watch? Oh. Did you two ever watch the movie Romeo Must Die? 
I've nope. heard of it. It was like Can a Russia with you? Possibly. It was like in the nineties or something like that. Um but anyway, in it there's these two I don't recall it. Two rival sort of mob family style things. And okay. the place that they meet is in the airport. And it's something that you couldn't do today. But I thought it was really brilliant where they met in the airport for the purpose of essentially outsourcing the security of making sure no one would have lessons. And I was like, that's such a cool idea. And it's not something you could do anymore. Unless you all bought bought everybody plane tickets. (laughs) I suppose you could could do that. Get through the front door, but not further than that. That's true. Abner said to Joab, please let the young men arise and play before us. And 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 play. play. In what way? I don't know. Joab said, let them arise. We got pool noodles. It'll be great. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) We got a big old unicorn floaty. We're good. Now, okay, I'm checking the message here, and this is a very different meaning. Oh, okay. This is verse 14. It says, Abner challenged Joab. Put up your best fighters. Let's see them do their stuff. Okay, so Maybe play like in like a gladiatorial sparring. combat style. I well, see. That's what tell play if, means. If this is to the death or if this is more like sparring, I don't know. Huh. Well, I guess we'll find out maybe. Okay. So, okay, let them arise. Then they arose and went over by number 12 for Benjamin and for Ish-bosheth, the son of Saul, and 12 for the servant the servants of David. Okay, so 12, 12, and 12. Okay, so a little 12 on 12 match, PvP. Okay, 12 and 12. Yeah. Okay. They caught everyone his fellow by the head and thrust his sword in his fellow's side. Gosh, so they fell okay. down together. Okay. Therefore, All right, them- so this is this is not uh, just sparring. This no, is straight it's, up It's deading. Yeah. So <laughs> they thrust his sword in his fellow's side so that they fell down together. Therefore, that place was called Hellcath. Hazurium, which is in Gibeon. <laughs> and which means sticking someone in the side so that they fall down. I'm well, assuming. Let me hit you with the message here. It Please. says, the men from each side grabbed their opponent's head and stabbed them with daggers. They all fell dead, the whole bunch together. So they called the place Slaughter Park. Oh, good. Yeah. Good. Slaughter Park. Slaughter I love Park. going to, to the pool yeah. at Slaughter Park. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Yeah. The battle was very severe that day, and Abner was beaten, and the men of Israel before the servants of David. (laughs) The three sons of Zeruiah were there, Joab and Abishai and Ashael, and Ashael was as light of foot as a wild gazelle. (laughs) Oh, he's like an elf. (laughs) Oh, he's yes, the Legolas indeed. of the group. Okay. Oh, he's the exactly. Legolas. Yeah, cool, okay. He's cool. like, ha-ha. Nice. What do your elf eyes see? <laughs> Ashael pursued after Abner, and in going, he didn't turn to the right hand nor to the left from following Abner. Love that line. Good. Yeah. Good. Then so he Abner was following looked. him good. Oh, okay. Okay. He He didn't like... I don't know, lose him. He didn't yeah, lose him. He wasn't running after him and then just veer off to the side Yeah, that would, that would be random. <laughs> then Abner looked behind him and said, Is that you, Ashael? He answered, It is I. Abner said to him, Turn you aside to your right hand or to your left and, and lay your hold on one of the young men and take you his armor. But Ashael oh. would not turn aside from him, from following him. Abner said again to Ashael, Turn you aside from following me. Why should I strike you to the ground? 
how then should mm. I hold up my face to Joab, your brother? You know, However, uh, he returned. What? Can we just recap who these people are and how they're connected I, to I, each I other? I'm, I'm confused. Yes. Okay. At all. Abner, Abner is the captain of the guard, right? Or he's an officer. And I know he's the son of Nur. Abner That's all I know. Yeah. <laughs> all we know is he's the son of Nur. Yeah. yeah. So, okay. So the message here says um, basically that David's men were winning, that there were three sons of Zeruiah, and those sons yeah. were Joab. Abishai, Abishai and, and Abishai has shown up before. We've seen Abishai before. He's gotten involved in some oh, battles have? with David. Right. I thought he was a friend of David's. I okay. see. Okay, got it. So so in in the message here, this section says um, you know, that Asahel was chasing after Abner, and then Abner turned and said, Is that you, Asahel? It surely is, he said. Abner said, let up on me. Pick on someone you have a chance of beating and be content with those spoils. He's like kind of taunting him, I guess. But Asahel wouldn't let up. Abner tried again. Turn back. Don't force me to kill you. How would I face your brother, Joab? Okay, yeah, okay. So it's like, yeah, they might be friendos a little bit or something. But why do they want to kill each other? I've never heard this story. This doesn't ring any bells. And whenever that starts happening, I start getting nervous that something really terrible is going to happen. Because usually it's, Mm. it's, okay, if I don't know this story, that means I wasn't taught it in Sunday school, which means something probably very inappropriate or violent or sexual is about to happen. Right. Or something counter to the agenda of what your teachers wanted to teach you. Yes. Or on the opposite extreme, very, very boring, potentially. Like maybe (laughs) nothing happens. Well, I guess we'll find out. However, okay, so why should I strike you to the ground? How then shall I hold up my fist to Joab, your brother? However, he refused to turn aside. Therefore, Abner, with the hinder end of the spear, struck him in the body so that the spear came out behind him and he fell down there. Yikes. So the hinder end, I guess, is the top end. I was thinking it was like the butt of the spear, but it's. Yeah, I would think that, too. Yeah, the message says the blunt end. Yeah. Oh. He hit him so no. hard with the blunt end no. that it whole came out thing. his no, back. No. That's, that's what the message no. says. No. Okay, that's oh. horrifying. That's awful. But that's okay. But okay. But I, uh, I uh, okay. First of all, why would he do that? Why would he do that? Is this is his it, brother? Is it because he's no. so strong? Like he's so strong that he was trying that to just sort of knock him strong. down, but he just punched it right through him because he's <sighs> yikes, so awful. strong. I don't know. So he fell down there and died in the same place. And it happened that as many as came to that place where Ashael fell down and died stood still. So everyone kind of like froze and was like, holy shit. Okay. I also got confused. It was Abner who whirled around and. Yeah. Killed Ashael. Ashael. The guy who was chasing him. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay. And so he's like, how am I going to face your brother Joab? But then he killed him anyway. Yeah. Okay. But someone's pointing out that he was running very fast. So he might have just held his spear out and he just, (laughs) you know, ran into it that fast. What is it? He's like a cheetah. He can like run that fast. Goodness. A a gazelle, Emily. Oh, you're right. He's a gazelle. Wait, this is the gazelle guy. Yeah. This is the gazelle guy that just died. I see. Okay. Okay, cool. But Joab and uh, Abishai pursued after Abner, and the sun went down when they they were come to the hill of Amma that lies before Gia by the way of the wilderness of Gibeon. 
The children of Benjamin gathered themselves together after Abner and became one band and stood on top of a hill. <laughs> they love they love the, forming bands. It's like yeah. the, the children of Benjamin band. I love it. Like I just imagine a very Mumford and Sons style kind of washboard. Benjamin band. and Sons. Oh, I it's love right it. there. Benjamin it's, and Sons. It's there very it is. clear. There it is. But Benjamin's way dead by now. But yeah, sure. It's Benjamin but, and Sons. But, you know, cute. it's like we're all sons of yeah, Benjamin. Totally. You know, like sure. Father Abraham had many sons and many sons had Father Abraham. I'm there one of go. them and so are you. Yeah. Eh. Okay. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Okay. So then Abner called to Joab and said, shall the sword devour forever? Don't you know that it will be bitterness in the latter end? How long shall it be then before you bid the people return from following their brothers? Okay, so just are we just going to? Emily's keep just giving doing a very telling forever? look. It's actually not. It's actually not very telling. What? What no, is your my look telling saying, look? Emily? Is like what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me read you the message here again. Okay. Um, Abner called out to Joab, "Are we going to keep killing each other till doomsday?" Don't you know that nothing but bitterness will come from this? How long before you call off your men from chasing their brothers? Cool. So he's, yeah, trying to say, like, let's stop fighting each other and just... Stop doing this. Stop. Yeah. Just stop. Joab said, as God lives, if you have not spoken, surely then in the morning the people had gone away, nor followed everyone his brother. So Joab blew the trumpet, and all the people stood still and pursued after Israel no more. Neither thought they any more. I did not wow, expect that, that to work. Yeah, I thought <laughs> for sure he would no. say no. Apparently not. <laughs> okay. Abner, cool. Abner and his men went all that night through the Ar- Araba, and they passed over the Jordan and went through all Bithron and came to Machanam. Yep. Joab returned them, <laughs> following Abner, and when he had gathered all the people together, there lacked of David's servants nineteen men in Ashael. But the servants of David had struck of Benjamin and of Abner's men, so that three hundred sixty men died. Oh. Oh. I am getting confused on who is on whose side. Yeah, I know. Because now was this... On- David side. Now this sounds like a bunch of infighting, which makes sense because, like you were saying, Jace, the political intrigue right. of there's now two, in theory, two different locuses Factions. of power, yeah, that are fighting for control over all yeah. the land, and so I guess it makes sense that now there's this infighting. Yeah, Abner yeah, is that on makes Saul's sense. side in Israel. Somebody said, "Okay, oh, okay." Saul's son Saul's side. Son side. Okay, all right. Okay. But they were Ishbeshesh or whatever his name is. Well, and that makes sense because if if his group was all Benjamites, that makes sense because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. Saul's tribe, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Okay. okay. So okay, where was I? Um. So three hundred and sixty men died. They took up Ashael and buried him in the tomb of his father, which was in Bethlehem. Joab and his men went all night, and the day broke on them at Hebron. The end. <laughs> is it? Is that the end? Yeah, that's the end of this chapter. Yes. Wow. Okay. Jeez. So we've arrived in Hebron, and then apparently that's, that's the end of that. All right. Okay. Cool. Okay. All right. Alrighty. <clears throat> and with that, the last chapter of today. 
2 Samuel chapter 3. Now there was a long war between the house of Saul and the house of David. And David it's been grew going on. Mm-hmm, and David grew stronger and stronger, but the house of Saul grew weaker and weaker. Mm-mm-mm. To David were sons born in Hebron, and his firstborn was Amnon. Aw, like Amway. <laughs> like Amway, yes. Oh, oh David Amway. Cool. Amon. Amnon. Uh-huh, yep. uh, so his firstborn was Amnon of Ahinoam, the Jezreelitess. And his second, Chiliab. Ch- Chili- oh, wait, hang on. Hang on. Did you say Chiliab? Chiliab. Like, yep. chill out? Like, ch- Chiliab? Chiliab. The Just most the, chill baby? The most chill baby, in Israel. He's like, this baby seems <laughs> chill. He was born with, like, sunglasses on. Yeah, he totally was. So Chiliab was the son of Abigail, the wife of Nabal, the Carmelite. And the third, Absalom the son of Maka, the daughter of Talmai, king of Jeshur. Apparently he got a new wife that we didn't hear about. Yeah, we never heard of Wait, her. What? Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah so it sounds like, there was another, sounds like there was another political alliance made there if she's the, oh, okay. also a princess. Yeah, or someone mm. he killed and took his daughter as his wife. That too. Also possible. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, and the fourth, Ad- Adonijah, like Adonis, mm. but with Jah at the end. Adonijah. <laughs> The son of Haggith, and the fifth. Sepha- Who's Haggith? I know, right? That's a-, a new <laughs> wife, yet a new, and yet another wife. Mm-hmm. David's like getting really big for his britches at this point. He really He's is just like collecting wives. Yeah, seriously. Uh, then the sorry, that was the third. Wait, so I've totally lost my place. No, that was the here. fourth. That was the fourth. All right, the fourth was, right, Adonijah. Okay, first was Amway, then it was Chill Baby, then it was uh, Absalom, who for some reason I've heard of, which implies that maybe he's going to become important, but mm, okay. doesn't seem important right, right now because he's just a baby. And then right. the fourth one was who? The daughter of, or the son of Haggis? Adonijah. I imagine Adonijah, he's right. very Adonis attractive. Jaw, he's yes. an Adonis. Adonijah. Yes, he's got that, that real Chad jawline. <laughs> yeah. Are these all sons? The son, yeah. just a ton of sons? I mean, who else would we care about, Emily? Oh, okay, so we wouldn't even talk about the daughters. There might have no, been some really daughters not. here, too, but we're not talking about them. Yeah. Who cares? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Adonijah, the son of Haggith, and the fifth was Sephatia, the son of Abital, another wife, apparently. <laughs> and then the sixth... Ithriam of Egla, David's wife. <laughs> oh, good, good. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying. Um, unless they're trying to clarify that some of these women were concubines oh, as opposed to possible. formal wives of David. Right. Yeah. Right. Oh, okay. yeah. He just picked up a lot of extra ladies mm-hmm. in the meantime. Yeah, he, he really did. He did. Um, okay. So these were born to David in Hebron. It happened, while there was war between the house of Saul and the house of David, that Abner made himself strong in the house of Saul. Uh-oh. Now, Saul had a concubine, whose name was Rizpah, the daughter of Ayah, and Ishbosheth said to Abner, Why have you gone into my father's concubine? Ooh. Wait. Ooh. So, oh, wait. Okay. What? So, okay. Abner yeah. was awkward. Was stooping this concubine that used to belong to Saul. Yeah. So Saul had a concubine whose name was Rizpah, 
who is the daughter of Aya. But then, uh-huh. yeah, so Ishbosheth, who's the king of Saul's forces, was said like to Abner, Abner, who's like his general, I guess. Abner, why you doing this lady, Rizpa? Yeah, yeah. Okay. We also, I, I do think that we, we're at this point where we need to cast Abner. He's oh. become enough of a significant Ooh, character. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I, I do picture a slightly older gentleman. Well, so someone else earlier made a John Wick reference, so I was wondering if Keanu Reeves would maybe as be Abner a, as Abner. You think so? You know, All like right. okay, imagine, right. imagine. Here's his audition, right? Keanu Reeves running, calling back to the guy, being like, "Stop chasing me! I don't want to have to kill you." <laughs> you, you know, like, and then he does like some badass John Wick thing where he just stabs yeah. the spear back end through the guy. I mean, I, I right, think it fits. Right. I think it fits. Okay, I watched yeah. all those movies recently. You know, they were they were. Films. Does he do the the like Neo from the second Matrix movie where he sticks the spear on the ground and then like uses it like a oh, pole right. so to run around so it? Bad. That was so stupid. <laughs> so bad. I watched all those movies too. Wow. <laughs> okay, I think I think that Abner is Keanu this Reeves. This is what okay. I'm doing during quarantine. Okay, apparently yes, watching beautiful. all Keanu Reeves, all Keanu Reeves films. <laughs> goodness. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Uh, okay. Yes. All right. Uh, then Abner was very angry for the words of Ishbosheth mm. and said, Am I a dog's head that belongs to Judah? This day do I show kindness to the house of Saul, your father, to his brothers and to his friends, and have not delivered you into the hand of David, and yet you charge me this day with a fault concerning this woman? <laughs> Okay. God, so I, th- I think he's trying to make the case that he's he doesn't deserve any criticism because he's done all this stuff and he could hand them over to David if he wanted to. Ooh. Mm, I see, like a veiled threat there too. Okay. Yes. Okay. Like after everything I've done for you, you accuse me. You of won't this? let me have sex with this lady. Right. Okay. Wait, and, and her her husband's dead, right? Yeah. Also, Saul is dead. Saul's so. dead. It's Saul. It's Saul. Okay. Her- yeah. Then it's Saul's concubine. Yes. Cool. Yeah. But okay. So, but it seems to me, if I'm reading this right, that he's denying that he's had sex with her. Really? He's not saying like, "How dare you say I can't?" But he's saying, "Why do you accuse me of this?" And yet you charge but me this it... day with a fault. Okay. So maybe he's saying, "No, I'm fine too." But it's didn't it in the text it straight up say that he was doing that? What did no, it, it just said that Abner. Was... No, just that just that uh, Ishbosheth said that he was. Okay, oh. gotcha. It hasn't established whether he actually did or not here. Gotcha. Uh, I'm just going to try to see in the message here real quick if there's anything. Yeah, he just confronts him and says, have, you know, you've been sleeping with her. I'm mad at you. <laughs> oh, no. Okay. In the message version, at least, he says, Abner says, I personally saved you from certain capture by David, and you make an issue out of my going to bed with a woman? Yeah, he did mm. it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. God, do so to Abner and more also, if, as Yahweh has sworn to David, I don't do even so to him. Well, huh? I'm lost. <laughs> what? <laughs> Let me try. There's, that's a, there's a semicolon after that. Let me keep going. So he said, if... <laughs> God do so to Abner and more also, if, as Yahweh has sworn to David, I don't do even so to him, semicolon, to transfer the kingdom 
from the house of Saul and to set up the throne of David over Israel and over Judah from Dan, even to Beersheba. Yeah, I didn't get a word of that. Can no. we, uh, can we that was a lot of math. That was like an SAT else? question. Right. <laughs> if David goes to Beersheba, then how long will it take for the train to arrive? <laughs> oh. What? Uh, okay. Read, read. This is James, crazy from the message it. here, too. So David says, um, or sorry. Oh, my gosh. This is so confusing. Too many names. Abner is mad, and he says, why would you make an issue out of my going to bed with a woman? What Mm -hmm. God promised David, I'll help accomplish. Transfer the kingdom from the house of Saul and make David ruler over the whole country, both Uh, Israel uh, and uh. Judah, from Dan to Beersheba. If not, may God do his worst to me. Yeah, as one of our listeners in the chat pointed out, that Abner's... um abdicating abner Ooh. is defecting yeah abdicating is not the right word but yeah i, I wish it <laughs> He's were defecting or, of yes. or threatening to defect to david's side yeah it's, it's unclear cool. if this is a threat or if he's already decided yeah hmm. um and now we're talking about ishbosheth he could not answer abner another word because he feared him oh. abner sent messengers to david on his behalf saying Whose is the land? Saying also, make your league with me, and behold, my hand shall be with you to bring about all Israel to you. So he is writing right. to David. Yeah, uh, just oh. for the sake, just for the sake of them hassling him for him sleeping with his concubine. Yeah, uh, maybe, that was all it took. Maybe this was like I don't know in his head the whole time that he was going to end up going to David anyways. Maybe he was really deeply in love with this concubine. We could turn it into a romance behind the scenes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. The Bible yeah. doesn't really like talk about love between a man and a woman much. Yeah, yeah. you do have to kind of fill in a lot of gaps if you want to make it. <laughs> oh a good yeah, story. it's like yeah, they made they they found her very attractive. <laughs> right, <laughs> that was about it. Yeah, uh, he said. I guess this is David now. He said, "Well, semicolon, I will make a league with you." <laughs> Another semicolon, but one thing I require of you: colon. That is, you shall not see my face, except you first bring Michal, Saul's daughter, when you come to see my face. Oh, I see. Mm. The plot thickens. David sent messengers to Ishbosheth, Saul's son, saying, Deliver me my wife Michal, whom I pledged to be married to me for 100 foreskins of the Philistines. Oh, he <laughs> remembers, of course. Oh, just boy. in case we just got to that in there again. Yeah. <laughs> Wait a minute. Is he trying to make himself more legitimate? Well, so that's kind of what I brought up in the bonus, is that mm. it, this could be a political move, that if he can marry her again, yeah. now he's the got... of that. Right? Now he's yeah. like, I'm the oh. one that God chose, and I'm the heir of Saul. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, Whoa. <laughs> so he sent this message to Ishbosheth. Um, and then Ishbosheth, that's hard to say. Ishbosheth sent and took her from her husband, even from Paltiel, the son of Laish. Oh, Is nothing oh. sacred? Her husband went with her, weeping as he went oh, and followed geez. her to Bahurim. Oh, geez. Oh, gosh. Okay. This is just really. Yeah. This is like, no, she's David's now again. But maybe, but 
Michal was in love with David. We did establish that, that she did fall in love with him. And she was violently taken away from David by her own father and given to so this guy. Basically, this just sucks for the lady. It sucks, well, it sucks all for over everybody. The place. We don't. I yeah. mean, maybe she fell in love with this new guy. Also, we don't know. But <laughs> she yeah, wasn't she crying. Was he was crying. So <laughs> that's true. I don't know. That's true. Yeah. Okay. Right, fine. Then, so he he cried, followed her all the way to Bahurim. Then Abner said to him, "Go, return," and he returned. So he's just like, you get out of here. This looks bad. (laughs) Can't have you doing this. Jeez. Abner had communication with the elders of Israel, saying, In times past, you sought for David to be king over you. Now then, do it. For Yahweh has spoken of David, saying, By the hand of my servant David, I will save my people Israel out of the hand of the Philistines and out of the hand of all their enemies. Abner also spoke in the ears of Benjamin, assuming the whole tribe, and Abner went also to speak in the ears of David in Hebron, all that seemed good to Israel and to the whole house of Benjamin. Okay, so he's sort of being the go-between here. Okay. So Abner came to David to Hebron and 20 men with him. David made Abner and the men who were with him a feast. Abner said to Hmm. David, I will arise and go and will gather all Israel to my Lord, the King, that they may make a covenant with you and that you may reign over all that your soul desires. David sent Abner away and he went in peace. Wait, what happened to the other king? Ishbosheth is still alive at this time. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, we kind of got like a... uh, It was like like two years and then seven and a half and then now we're back... In the midst of the two years. Yeah, maybe, okay, maybe if we imagine it like Joseph in the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, where this is where the narrator would go, and he rolled for ten years, wow. two years, in and, and like a much higher, screechier voice, right? And uh-huh. then and then she's like, let's have a look, kids. And then it's, and then it goes back I to like see. seeing it happen. Jace, you were really on the musical train today. You really want to turn this into a musical episode. Now it's good. It's yeah. good. It's good. <laughs> then Joab came to the king and said, what have you done? This king is David now, right? Oh, is it? Joab's on David's side? Wait, what did he do? Yes, Joab's on David's side. side, Yes. yes. Okay. Then Joab came to the king and said, what have you done? Behold, Abner came to you. Why is it that you have sent him away? And he is quite gone. (laughs) As opposed to only a little (laughs) gone? gone? Yeah. He's very gone. <laughs> you know, uh, you know Abner, the son of Ner, that he came to deceive you and to know you're going out and you're coming in and to know all that you do. When Joab was come out from David, he sent messengers after Abner and they brought him back from the wall of Sirah, but David didn't know it. When Abner right. was returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside into the midst of the gate to speak with him quietly and struck him there in the body so that he died. <gasps> what? Wait, what? what? Yeah. Say that again. So, wait, somebody yeah. killed Abner and yeah. Joab killed okay. Abner? Okay, okay, let me read it again. <laughs> Let's, okay, now that we know what's going to happen. So, so, right, 
Abner has left, right? David sent him away and didn't attack him. And then Joab's like, okay. dude, what have you done? He's clearly trying to betray us and, and find out what we're doing, right? But I don't think that was the case. I don't think so either. Joab thinks that's the case. Joab thinks okay. that's the case. So then he sends messengers after Abner saying to come back. And he comes back uh-huh. to Hebron. David doesn't know about it. So then, verse 27, when Abner was returned to Hebron, Joab took him aside into the midst of the gate to speak with him quietly and struck him there in the body so that he died for the blood of Asahel, his brother. Oh, yeah, that makes sense. This is so Game of Thrones right now. That makes sense. Jeez. Oh, oh, wait, are they killing him because he killed that other guy? His yes, that's brother. literally what they just said, Emily. His brother. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sorry, I'm just, I'm just <laughs> confirming. Yeah, I didn't remember who yeah. the heck Asahel was, but Asahel yeah. was the gazelle. Asahel the, the gazelle. That's how you remember Asahel the okay. gazelle. Yes, Abner yes. killed him with the butt end of his spear. Keanu okay. Reeves, right? Keanu Reeves killed the gazelle yes. guy. Thank you. Right. I thought that Asahel, that Abner was the gazelle because he was the one who was running really quickly. And I had said cheetah. And then you had said, no, a gazelle. <laughs> and I was like, okay. so but that was Asahel, guy, not Abner. So the guy with the spear was the gazelle, but it wasn't. The guy who got killed yeah. was the gazelle. Right. Right. And so, so Abner was the cheetah murdering the gazelle. John, John Wick was the one. <laughs> Abner John Wick was the one being chased, being like, don't make me kill you, man. And then he just kept coming. And so then he John Wicked him. Right. Cool. Okay. Got After, it. Afterward. <laughs> Dedicus, <I'm> <laughs> afterward. When David heard it, he said, I and my kingdom are guiltless before Yahweh forever of the blood of Abner, the son of Ner. Let it fall on the head of Joab and on all his father's house, and let there not fail from the house of Joab one who has an issue, or who is a leper, or who leans on a staff, or who falls by the sword, or who lacks bread. Uh, so is he cursing Joab's cursing house them. to be all lepers and... Yeah, the- the, the wording who are going to die by the sword. Let it yeah. not fail from the house, meaning like this definitely will happen. This, I yes. Guess. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's, that's gotta be it. I'm just tra- checking the message here to see. Uh, Joab and his entire family will always be under the curse of this blood guilt. May they okay. forever be victims of crippling diseases, violence, and famine. Wow. Gosh. He's really, really kind of changed it around there. Good. Wow. Okay. So, Joab and Abishai, his brother, killed Abner because he had killed their brother, Asahel, at Gibeon in the battle. Yeah. Just right. a yep. little recap. recap I appreciate it, though. Yeah. I appreciate it. Because there's a lot of names that they just threw at us. Yeah. David said to Joab and to all the people who were with him, tear your clothes and gird you with sackcloth and mourn before Abner. King David followed the beer, the buyer. A what beer? B-I-E-R. Oh, the beer, like the beer. Yeah, the beer that they're carrying. That's what you put a body on. A beer. Oh, okay, cool. Thank cool, you, cool. Dedeker. King David followed that thing. The beer. <laughs> the beer. <laughs> they buried Abner in Hebron, and the king lifted up his voice and wept at the grave of Abner, and all the people wept. 
The king lamented for Abner and said, Should Abner die as a fool dies? Your hands were not bound, nor your feet put into fetters. As a man falls before the children of iniquity, so did you fall. All the people wept again over him. <laughs> it was just <laughs> once more. So sad. Yeah. Crying all, constantly. Yeah. All the people came to cause David to eat bread while it was yet day. But David swore, saying, God do so to me, and more also, if I taste bread or anything else until the sun be down. So he's but, trying to fast as well. He's also on this kick of not eating to, things. Yeah. Okay. All the people took notice of it, and it pleased them. As whatever the king did pleased all the people. Oh, good. Oh, good, good. That's, okay. I, Great. I 100% okay. believe that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So all the people and all Israel understood that day that it was not of the king to kill Abner, the son of Ner. Sort of how he proved he was really mourning, that it wasn't his idea, I guess. Okay. Right? The king said to his servants, don't you know that there, that there a prince and a great man has fallen this day in Israel? I am this day weak, though anointed king, and these men, the sons of Zeruiah, are too hard for me. May Yahweh reward the evildoer according to his wickedness. The end. Wow. Wow. That was very interesting. What wow. a ride. Too, what a ride. Too, yeah, <laughs> seriously. What a roller coaster. I still am like, wait a minute. So how did he become king? They just were like, you're king now, man. And that was Basically, it? they anointed him. The locality yeah. anointed him. Whoever the local priest was for Judah, I guess, anointed him. And right. now he's king. Huh. Of Of that section, right? So it's the, the okay. like Judah section versus the rest of Israel, which is still under Saul's son's control, Ishbosheth, at this time. Yeah, yeah. Now, Dedeker, do you remember hearing any of this story as a child? No, not Me at neither. all. None Never. Like not even a little bit of this story. Is <laughs> no, no, this is the first okay. time I've heard of any do, of this. But you do, No, not at all. Not at all. So that's what's interesting to me about this. It, it, and it almost feels like it's just because it's not convenient to make some sort of easy moralistic message out of it. Because well, it's what, like, but what would be the message you would make out of it? I guess that's the problem, right? Is that it's like with all the stories we are told about King David, it's generally something along the lines of even when odds are stacked against you, like with Goliath or whatever, that you trust in Yahweh and, and you're going to have victory and be the king. And yet here, it's like Abner switches to David's side, and it seems like that's going to work out. And then one of David's people screws him over, messes that mm-hmm. plan up, and then David just cries a lot about it. And yeah. it's just sort of like, as the teacher, how do, you, how do you square that with the like oversimplified message they try to put with David? I don't know. That's, that's my theory. Someone in the chat says the message is there's no message. <laughs> like it really is. There was a lot of political intrigue and going back and forth, and it sounds like it was just a right mess back back then. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. This is not like one of those things that you can create a sermon out of per se. In my I opinion, challenge, challenge accepted. Could. I will. I will <laughs> oh, get okay. to work on that. 
Okay, by yeah. all means. Yeah, I do think it's interesting too. Like this, I would say of everything we've read, reminds me the most of Game of Thrones in that mm. there were sympathetic characters on both sides. Like as the reader, you're kind of empathizing with everyone, and everyone seems actually fairly reasonable yeah. in their in their choices and their actions. Um, I think I think that's kind of cool. Huh. All know? right, all right. What do you to, predict it- happening next? <laughs> Uh, I mean, I'd like a little bit more understanding as to how Sam or Samuel, s- s- damn, what's his name? David. <laughs> Samuel Saul. Too many names. David. <laughs> how David actually became the king because it was kind of glossed over. It just became, oh, he did. Well, remember, he, he is. was he was already like Robin Hood and his band of merry men, right? Yeah. He was yeah. all. He already had an army, and I think people. We're like, yeah, he he seems like a good guy. So okay, and he's got an okay. army already, I guess. And he's been fighting against Saul for a long time. Yeah, and it seems you know, like these people are just desperate for a king at all times. That's they true. Love having I don't know kings, why. Yeah, they just love it. I don't know why, but I guess it matters to them. You know what's strange? I just realized is that there is a part of the story from before that we never really got a resolution on, which was which one? it was the whole thing with David tricking um ahish or was that his name the the king who gave him the city where he pretended he was raiding israel israelite towns but actually he was raiding other ones and then he went to war with the philistines and then got sent back and then it just sort of like he came back and his city was burned down and Hmm. right and he took back his wives that there was we just kind of cut to the philistines killing saul or or wiping out the Israelites and killing Jonathan and stuff like that. Right. Like there was never a moment of him finally like, aha, now I've turned on you. I was always on the Israelites side. Like that never paid huh. off. No. Huh. Well, maybe, maybe that'll come up like, later. I have to go to Saul and Jonathan's side now. Well, no, he just learned in this that that yes. happened. So I don't know. Unless, no idea. yeah, unless maybe the Philistines, they've taken all these towns and they don't even know about all this other battling going on. They're just enjoying their new towns. And then there's going to be a big surprise later when David shows up and they're like, you, but what? You You were on our side. Never was I on your side. Never was I. But wait, but with Ahish, his like officials and his friends knew that David had been like the leaders of the small towns that David had been raiding. They knew that David had turned on them. Cause remember that they went to a hish being like, why are you friends with this guy? Why are you conscripting this guy to fighting for you? Is that right? I thought that was different. That was different princes of the Philistines who were like, we don't trust this guy cause he's an Israelite. Yes. But they said that to a hish. Yeah. But they weren't the ones who had been raided. They were just like, we don't trust him because he's an Israelite. And Ahish was okay. like, no, 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 he's been great. He's been raiding all these these towns of Judah. <sighs> mm-hmm. And now well, he's working I've, with Judah again. I've had too much gin to piece this together right now. I'll be okay. totally it's honest. Fine. It's a lot. But <laughs> I'm very interested to see what happens next week. It'll probably be more interesting things that we can't find any meaning out of. Like any like <laughs> tangible... <laughs> Okay, this is a this is the lesson. This is the moral of this story. Maybe right. we will. We'll have to find out. Okay, kids, that was good. 
That was good times. Uh, so again, um, please go to patreon.com slash drunk Bible study to help support the show. Um, like we said at the top of the show, we're going to be donating all of our Patreon proceeds from this month towards Black Lives Matter supporting charities and causes. Um, thank you again, all of you for joining us for Drunk Bible Study today. Thank you for those of us that joined us for the live show. If you are listening to the recorded version and you're interested in joining us for a live show one week, go to drunkbiblestudy.com slash live to get more information about that. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and then write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also join fellow listeners in the Drunk Bible Study Fans and Fellowship Facebook group. Find us on Twitter at Drunk Biblecast, on Instagram at Drunk Bible Study, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Jace Lindgren, Emily Matlack, and me, Dedeker Winston. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Anand from their album, Home of the The The. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. You know